0: This is the WZ Podcast with J Rod here, deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J. Rod here, folks. I am back, baby. As you know, I've been gone for almost a week and a half. I was on vacation. If you guys want to know where I was, I went to Waimas, Mexico. To visit family for the first time. Family, I never knew that existed. And of course, I stayed there at a nice house for almost a week and a half. You know, real nice place. And not to mention, if guys, anybody's asking me, if you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, The Leader Zone, I actually follow some wrestling as well. I've been keeping up with a lot of things. And certain things that I was surprised that took place while I was on vacation. Now, some of you probably saying, uh, J-Rod, isn't the point going on vacation is for you to relax? true but i was able to make time and watch some wrestling like for example i couldn't miss certain events like for example the finals of the best of the super juniors was one of them but however some of the topics here kind of relates when i was on vacation but the first one i want to talk about is the cosmic angels my favorite faction or unit down in stardom now if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, as you know, recently on June 5th, there was a match between the members of Cosmic Angels, Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi, taking on Colors, the the uh, <coughs> freelance unit, consisting of Saki, um, Hikari Shimizu, and Yukio Sakurai. Now, how did this whole thing with them begin? Let's go back in time, all the way to the finals of the Cinderella Tournament, as you know, the Cosmic Angels were the last team involved in a gauntlet match, where they take on DDM, as you know, their longtime rivals, but that match became a huge victory for them, because ever since then, since Maa Sakurai was turned against them, she was a- they were able to pick up, finally, a good win. Now, The very interesting thing that took place as soon as Tam Nakano was giving out a promo, they were surprised by the members of Colors. Now, I did mention three of the names. Uh, There was also Rina Amikura. So they all wanted to challenge them in a match. Now, it was kind of interesting, but they agreed to the match. But however, when will that match take place? Well, (coughs) Tam Nakano came up with the the time, <coughs> excuse me, the time and place for that match, and that's gonna be in June 5th. However, things did not go exactly according to plan for Tam. The reason is, as you know, Wakasukiyama is the only member who hasn't picked up a victory yet. She hasn't won yet, which is really, 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 you know, sad. But a pretty good storyline telling about her. So the idea, of what's been going on. Rina Amikura, in the other hand, told us she couldn't make it because she already been booked for another day. So it ended up with the three founders of Cosmic Angels taking on three members of Colors. Now, here's where it gets interesting for me. Tam Nakano said, the losing unit will join the winning unit. Now, I want to be fair and frank about this. And you might have said the same thing to yourselves about, you know, there is no way this match is going to end that way where one unit joins the losing unit because we all can agree, yes, Colors are in fact a freelance unit. Now, don't get me wrong. Stardom has used in the past, of course, um, freelancers. But this is where it gets interesting. As much as we all talked about this is not going to happen. So let's talk about that match that took place. It was a pretty good match, but I want to confess something to all of you. The timing between this match before this match, I was viewing colors and it got me thinking. They're almost similar to Cosmic Angels. They're they're cute, they're danceable, they're colorful, but they do have one Thing in common they're strong they're a strong unit which is amazing I have to say it was pretty good but I think the best moment for me in this particular match between Colors and Cosmic Angels was Hikari Shimizu now if you guys don't know what I'm referring to let me explain according to what I learned Hikari Shimizu went, bro- uh, broke into the wrestling business five years ago her first match her debut match was Tam Nakano. So she had to face her five years ago. This was when they both were at-risk girls. As you know, back then, uh, Tam Nakano, in fact, left at-risk girls, went freelancing, and then after that, she ended up with stardom. But one thing I did like about... But here's the thing. Hik- uh, Hikari hasn't forgotten. She admires Tam throughout the ever since then. And, of course, she admires Saki, who is the de facto leader of colors. But, I, but there was a moment, I remember, um, I don't know if she drew it, that she had her like her eyes into heart. And Mina kind of questioned this on Twitter, where she said, do you want to fight her or you are in love with her? I'm like, hmm, that's a fair point. I mean, I don't know which is what, but I have to say during the match with her, there was a moment where Tam kicked her down on the ground and she just stands there watching. Like I think it was more like, Come on, Hikari, show me what you got. Show me that you have how far you have gone strong after five years. So I think it was like, she wants to see what she's all about, and I have to say, Hikari was really a strong individual, but she was nowhere near matched than Tam because you know Tam is practically a a senior wrestler than her, and I think that was the whole point. But unfortunately, she ended up in the. Violet Screwdriver by Tam and picked up the victory. Now, as you know, you probably said, oh, man, I can't believe they added them. But what I did like what happened is Tam, instead of treating colors like subordinates, she decided to treat them equally. I'm like, wow, that's new. I did not anticipate that. But she did say she wants to leave colors as it is. And they'll be allowed to work in other locations, but integrate them into co- uh, Cosmic Angels. But one thing that was funny is, of course, Unagi was saying, you know, why can't I ha-? looks at Saki goes, I really wanted this one to be my minion. And Tam did not like that. And she was like, why a minion? And she whacked her by saying, why? <laughs> but I thought it was so funny. So basically, we got integration with the Cosmic Angels you know, adding three new well, you can say four, but three of them. But Rina Amikura hasn't even started yet. she's not hasn't wrestled yet. But I did hear that she will be participating with the Cosmic Angels at New Blood 3, where she teams with not only with uh, Yuko Sakurai, but also with Mina and Unagi, taking on the members of Odetai, consistent of Rina, Starlight Kid, um, Ruka, and of course Fukigen Death. But there's more to the whole thing. I will explain now. There was a photo that was posted. I was watching. I was. I didn't watch the match immediately because I don't have Star uh, Stardom World. I I watched it on the WatchProWrestling.live. Someone posted a photo saying this on that very particular day at the main event in the balcony in Corkin Hall. And guess who was there, DDM. Now you probably ask yourselves, why is DDM watching this match? Now keep in mind, Julia took great pleasure to humiliate Cosmic Angels after Sakurai turned on them, on Cosmic Angels. But seeing them, but here's the kicker about this. That means Cosmic Angels are number one. They are at the top of their game. Now, some of you probably question, what are you talking about, J-Rod? Simple. There's eight members now with Cosmic Angels. Tam, Mina, Unagi, Waka, Saki, Yuko, Ikari, and Rina. That means they're the only faction right now as... The biggest unit. And guess who was the one unit that had eight members? It was DDM. That was a a, a hell of a shock. How it's going to be. Now, Hikari did mention she's going to be at the match where Tam takes on Tam uh, Natsupoi in a steel cage match. But however, I had a feeling this was going to take place. It was announced on a press conference recently on the 14th of June. Where... We're gonna see the members of Cosmic Angels, six of them, in precise. Tam Unagi, Mina, Saki, Yuko, and Ikari will taking on the members of DDM: Julia, Micah, Himika, Ma- uh, Masakurai, Natsupoi, and Tekla. <coughs> but one thing I did like about this, it's funny that here's the thing. Julia tries to pretend that she thinks she knows everything. She was, I think she was criticizing Tam and recruiting eight people, new members. But I think Tam kind of got her back by saying, you try to recruit Konami? Well, that, I don't know if that's what she said, but she tried. She mentioned Konami's name. Keep in mind, when Sudi left and so did Miyai, she wanted to recruit Konami because she's trying to stay Strong try to get DDM to stay in the top of their game But right now they're not at the top of the game. They lost the bigger matches involving championships And I think that tells us DDM are not strong as they were once were before So they try to get to Konami, but Tam said with integrating these members is a brand new start for them But I think the best moment that took place in the press conference is the fact On both sides of the spectrum, we have two Sakurais. That's right, you heard me. There's Masakurai, the former Cosmic Angel member, now DDM. She'll be confronting Yuko Sakurai, who is now, who's a member of Colors and also now a member of Cosmic Angels. But here's where it gets interesting that I liked. Yuko Sakurai said this. And I looked it up. Yuko Sakurai is senpai to Mai. Now, you probably ask, why is she senior to her? Simple. Yuko Sakurai has five years of experience. My uh, my Sakurai only has two years. So that means Yuko, in fact, has much better experience. And I have feel and I had a feeling that Sakurai is not gonna like this. I feel like right now, in this moment with Cosmic Angels having Yuko Sakurai, it's like they're saying, I like this Sakurai in our in our team now, in our unit. She's far more better than her. And to me it's like they're insulting her, saying, Well we at least have a much better Sakurai than her and I think that it is I mean, it feels like an insult, but it's true. Sakurai turned her back on them, so why not? <coughs> but I can't wait to see that match. Happen. I think it's gonna happen later on this month, and it's gonna be a killer. So it's going to be a twelve woman tag uh, tag team elimination match. So you know how the rules is: either you win by submission or pinfall over the top, that sort of thing. So I can't wait to see how that's gonna turn out. Now our next thing, as you know, Bullet Club has been really, really on a roll for a long time to- for the last couple of months. First. Kicking out Tama, Tonga, and his brother, Tonga, and Jado to bring back the good brothers. I thought it was crazy. And Hyakuleo turned his back on Tama and Tonga. You know? And not only that, Kenta came back as well. He sides with the Switchblade. Despite the fact that it was Tama who recruited uh, Kenta on his ranks. But however, things didn't go well for Tama because he lost the Never Open way Championship. But I have a feeling something bigger is going to happen for him. I don't know when, I don't know where. But I can't wait to see it. But that's not the only thing that took place. We have a brand new member. Someone I did not think about. I don't know how it happened. And that is Ace Austin. Now Aza Austin, I was a bit of surprised surprise that he was recruited. Now, during the <coughs> best of the Super Juniors, he was very tight with Alex Zane. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, those two guys should be part of the Junior Tag League that's coming up later on this year. Because they feel like a perfect team. But now joining Bullet Club, that kind of messed things up. And I'm just, wow, I I just can't believe it had happened. But, I don't know. Ace Austin really, really, uh, now that he's, since he's the X-Division champion, that means that title is now property of Bullet Club. Now, he's yet to appear on Impact, but however, it just revealed that Alexane has been added into the Ultimate X match in Slammiversary. But, you know... I've been thinking about, I know what can make this rivalry between Alex Zane and Ace Austin be more juicy. And I just saw this, and I I feel, you know what? How do I feel about Alex Zane joining Suzuki Goon? He looks like he, he's he been interacting with, with Despy, but at the same time with Starlight Kid. I mean, I know Starlight Kid and Despy have been hanging out. Not as a relationship, but more like Uh, Partners that could happen for the joint event that's going to take place later between New Japan and Stardom in November. And I would like to see Alex Zane join Suzuki-Gun. I feel that he and Despy could get along better for some odd reason. I think Despy needs a brand new tag team partner that could make his uh, reputation far more better. Not to mention, I feel Despy could replace Ace Austin for some odd reason. I would like to see that. I would like to see Alex Zane join Suzuki gun I don't know how you guys would feel about it, but yeah. So let's just wait and see what happens. But as you know, in Dominion, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. We have, of course, brand new, never open way champion, Carl Anderson defeated Tama Tonga. The Bullet Club, Chase Owens, and Balak Folly lost the tag titles to United Empire. Juice Robinson, as you know, has, in fact, refused to give. He's the, also a new member of Bullet Club. He, is the, he was the IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion, but he refused to send the belt back because he feels Will Ospreay doesn't earn it because he's been bitching, complaining, all he wants. And, of course, Juice Robinson made a good, valid point. He's like saying, I pin your ass. Now, you get your ass in the back of the line where you belong. And I think that's what the whole point was about. But, of course, once again, somehow, Will Osprey had to bitch to the heavens. And once again has to bitch about how he's been screwed by New Japan. He didn't have the belt. That kind of really was confusing. But, hey, I can't argue But it is what it is, how it is. (coughs) I have a feeling Juice Robinson will want to have a match against Will Ospreay. And he's going to say, you know, you're nothing but a dumb British wanka who thinks that he has a right to hold this title. That's what he said. He just said the same thing to Jay White. Because here's the thing. When Juice Robinson, in the other hand, challenged Jay White for that title back in 2018... He felt like that title belongs to a true American. Keep in mind, Kenny was the first inaugural champion, but he's not an American. He was a Canadian. He's a Canadian. And then J.Y. took it, who's a a native from New Zealand. And then, of course, we have Juice Robinson, and then, of course, Moxley. I forgot who else took the title after that. Of course, Lads Archer, um, Tanahashi, Kenta, you know, many others who did. But I feel like that title's meant for, of course... People involved in the, you know, who are only American wrestlers. And I think that's what it's all about. But in Dominion, as you know, we have a brand new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And that is, of course, Jay White. Now, Jay White, he doesn't want to face uh, Hangman Page. He feels like he is at top of his game. That he is still, this is his still era that no one can stop him in. So I think that's going to tell us another story. So, let's see what happens then. Now, let's move on with some interesting news. And I know this one is kind of weird, what's been going on. and you may have heard what's been going on with WWE. They just recently released Troy Donovan, also known as Two Dimes. Now, at first, I didn't know what the hell was this all about. Now, we know in WWE releases, this is a bunch of bullshit things that we've been hearing. Budget cuts, creative problems, all this bullshit we've been hearing. But this one was a very interesting development. They're saying the reason they released him is issues pertaining to policies. Now, what exactly did happen? What did he violate it? There was no specifics. That's exactly what Dave Meltzer reported on at the Wrestling Observer. What the Troy Donovan did, and to many people felt like this is kind of weird and kind of like odd that this is the reason they released them, and that kind of not kind of like draw uh but flags is more like okay, this is kind of weird, this is something new, and this is something like how do I put this in latent terms that uh, that they had to go in this direction with Troy Donovan. Now, people say that maybe this is not. But however, Donovan actually did post it a uh, a little something about you know on Twitter how about the situation. He did stated that yes, I made a mistake. I violated some policies, but I am able to come back within a year. So basically, things are going well for him. But the obvious thing is that it's still unclear what the policies were. For him to be released from the company that is a thing that none of us understood what did he did to to break these policies that kind of tells us a little different because we don't know what so this is like I said it's new it's different I don't know so we'll see about how that goes. Now, our last thing we're going to talk about is Cyber Fight Festival 2022 that took place recently on the 12th of June. We have some great matches, but however, this show took freaking six hours. I even watched it on another place. Now, they tried to put it on watch but it didn't happen. I was a bit disappointed. But someone put a link where you can actually watch the full show. And I'm glad that I did, but there was no um, English commentary, which kind of sucked, but I wish they could have. You know, but luckily I was able to, you know, uh, see it in first hand, but, uh, what can I say this? Anyway, what, what really happened, I, there was a lot of good matches they had. We had like, of course, uh, DDT versus Noah, that sort of thing, um, the Tokyo Shu Pro wrestlers took the stage. Pheromones gained a new member. And he just embraced the pheromones. And that is Akito. I'm like surprised. He's, he just turned into a fruitcake. And one thing I did like about the first match. That involves the. Um, well. One of the pre-show ma- matches that took place. For that. Uh, is Tokyo Shu Pro Wrestling. We have Kaya Toribami. Arisu Endo Moka Miyamoto. Mahiro, Kiru, and now uh, Kakudo versus uh, Hyper Misao and Yuri, Har- Haruna Neko, Palm Harijuku, and Yuki Ano. Now, Yuri was added at at uh, a while ago because Raku couldn't make it due to the fact that she had poor health condition. But the biggest surprise for me was, in fact, Mahiro Kiru. She hardly wins her matches. And I'm like, wow. I never seen her win her matches at all but Kaya Tobimura, she's always been in that phase where she hasn't won any of her matches either, but she is part of the winning team. I was surprised. But I think one of my favorite Tokyo Shoe Pro m- matches that I did enjoy uh, was to team up with Yuki Arai, Suzumi, and Hikari Noah taking on Maki Ito, Julia Nagano, and Miyu Amishina. Now, this is what I did like about this match. Julia, as you know, she is one of the latest girls that gr- that... Came out of the Tokyo Pro Wrestling dojo. Uh, she is a martial artist. She's an actress, and she's a nurse. And I have to say, it was pretty interesting. There was a moment when Maki Ito was about to was on on was on a tower with Miyu Yamashita and land like her, her kokeshi onto onto Yuki, but uh, Julia got out and made put her go back in position. I feel like you know what? She's a team player, and I think. I think Maki warmed up to her, realizing, wow, she's a team player. I like her. So I would like to see those three team up again because I feel they can coexist. I mean, look, you got two wrestlers who are, in fact, uh, karate experts, uh, Yamashita and Nagano. Maki, well, she is the cutest girl in the world. But, (laughs) wow, I liked it. And, of course, we had... um, a very delicate situation that took place in one of the matches recently. Uh, well, we had um, what we call... Uh, 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 oh, man. We had a situation where one of the wrestlers... Uh, what's his name? Um, Tetsuya Endo, as you know, he received a concussion in the hands of Katsuhiko Nakajima. He went down the... ref. Called the match, and I can tell by the face of Jun Akiyama, he was not happy with the, with how this happened. But uh, Tetsuya Endo po- posted out a statement saying that he's gonna be out for a while to get a tr- to see what's the best course of action for his concussion. But at the same time, he felt that he has to relinquish the K.O.D. Openweight Champion since he's not be able to be there for King DDT. So apparently, they're saying that whoever wins that tournament will be crowned the brand new K.O.D. Openweight champion, so that kind of tells us. And of course, we had RVD makes his um, his debut, where he teams up with the members of Stinger with uh, Yoshi, uh, Yoshinari Yoshinati Ogawa and Hayata taking on Yohei Datsuki Arata and Kaito Kiyomiya. And I thought it was a pretty good match. And of course, we had uh, two co-events. We have the to- the Princess of Princess title between Yuka Sakasaki and, and the big kaiju, Shoko Nakajima. Excuse me. And I thought it was pretty good, but it was Shoko with the senton bomb that win the match. And then, of course, the other match was the GHC Heavyweight Championship between Satoshi Kojima and Josh Shiozaki. Now, I have to say Satoshi picked up a good victory by applying the lariat onto Shiozaki. But, however, he received a little visit from Keno who I believe is probably saying he's the next challenger. So that's my initial assumption about him. So I'm kind of curious how this is going to turn out because, I don't know, kind of in strange thing. But I'm excited. Can't wait to see how that match is going to be. I don't know if, if Kojima's ever wrestled a guy like like Keno. But we'll see what happens. So I think that's pretty much it. So I'm saying I'm back. I'm It's good to be back to do this for all you guys. And hope you guys enjoy the content. So, I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang!